0: Hello and welcome to a new episode of Paradigm Shift, the podcast where we explore truth through forgotten knowledge. I am your host Sergio Halabi, and the question I will try to answer during this episode is what is the divine consciousness? Let's go ahead and do the intro. Now ever since the dawn of time, There has been only one question that has been asked by philosophers, religious people, spiritual people, even atheists. This has been a question that has been on our minds since we became self-aware. Is there a God? Obviously the question pertaining to where we came from is very necessary indeed. And it's something that is ingrained within us It is a question that we need an answer to. And each group of people have tried to answer this question one way or another, ranging from complete rejection of God, while others defined God by what they couldn't explain at the time. So throughout history, humanity have always placed God in any aspect of nature that they don't understand. As an example, if we look at the mythology of of Egypt, ancient Egypt, Now They didn't understand how nature works around them, so they placed gods in that environment. The sun was a god. Nile, the river, was a god. Some animals were gods. The underground was god. Everything related to the nature of the world that they live in, they couldn't yet comprehend it on a scientific level, so that's where they placed god. And then after a few thousand years, we have evolved enough to understand how nature works, And our understanding of God evolved as well. So by the time the Greeks and the Romans came around, God was more in an abstract abstract thoughts, such as beauty, philosophy, you have the God of love, and others of the same nature, God of war, for example. And this is because once humanity was able to understand certain aspects that were unknown to it, they stopped believing that God resided in those unknown parts, and it became in a new unknown section, which is our mind, which is our abstract thoughts and concepts and ideas, emotions. So at the time, that's where the Greeks and the Romans put God. After understanding those concepts as being part of our brain, new religions rose, and we turned it to a concept that we don't fully yet understand, and it is where we are now. and where we have placed God as well, which is in creation. We don't understand creation till now. We don't understand what happens to us after we die. We know that things, some things are inevitable. We no longer believe in gods that are placed in nature, in animals, in abstract thoughts. But now we place God in the new unknown, which is creation. Now, we are entering a new paradigm of beliefs where we are trying to understand who this creator is and how can this existence not only define ours but also combine all previous beliefs of mankind. See, this is what some people refer to as the Great Awakening. It is something I've covered in a previous episode and I know I will in future ones. And in this Great Awakening, what what people like me are trying to do is not only understand the nature of God, but also to understand why is it that we evolved in such a way that we needed to put God in the unknown. Does it mean that if we believe that God is in creation, that he is not somewhere else? So this is what we have come to label or to name as a divine consciousness. Now before explaining divine consciousness, I need to make sure that you understand that when I reference ancient beliefs, I'm not talking about religions in specific. I believe that the core of every religion is born in spirituality, and it's born out of good intent, but sadly, it becomes a religion once politics get involved, when you need someone to rule a specific group of people. They need to gather a large, a mass group of people under a specific banner, under a specific belief. They want to protect a specific tribe against another one. That's when religion comes into play. Because religion is based on the idea that not only do I believe in something, but I also must reject what others believe in. And this is my own personal problem with religion. So, when we think about Divine consciousness. We need to look back at these past beliefs that I mentioned. And each time we tried to place God in things around us or within us, does that mean we were wrong? Is it in nature? Does God exist in nature? Does he exist inside of us? Is he the one who created us? Divine consciousness is a belief that will tell you that God is a combination of everything mankind once believed in. It is everything. Everywhere, within the very fabric of our reality, it is in nature, it is also an abstract concept. it is also a creator, it is also within us. See, the divine consciousness is the fabric that make up our existence. Now, most religions have had this idea in their core, which is that we are made in the image of God. Every ancient civilization, every ancient religion, even religions that are still going on till now, have at their core a belief that God has created us in his image. But I think the meaning has been lost due to disagreements over who is a real messenger, what stories took place, who said what, who said where, what did this person do, what did that prophet do, and so on and so on. We lost the message, the essence of the message which is honestly surprisingly because it's a universal message that all religions have. The meaning of we are made in the image of God is not only that God is within us, but that we are within God as well. See, we are made from the same fabric. For an omnipresent God to exist, He has to be everywhere. There can't be a place that exists outside of this God because nothing exists outside of it. This is also my issue with the concept of hell, where most religions define hell as not only punishment, but a place where you are not in the presence of God. Which directly contradicts what these religions teach, since they are technically saying that there are places in this existence that God doesn't belong in. This is a topic that I've discussed before about what hell is and the nature of hell, what I believe it is. But I want you to think for a second about this concept that we believe there are places in which God does not exist. How could that be? If I'm, if I'm talking about a separate being that is distant or detached from me, that means that that being does not exist in my space right now. And that defies the omnipresent nature of God. Now, when God said, I am, he came into existence. Of course, I have to take a moment to say that we are using very limited grammar and vocabulary. And we cannot really describe a phenomenon as big as I am, which is the beginning and the end of everything. Because when I say words like, when he said, I am, I could be referring or I I am implying that there was a time where he did not say I am. And so that would drag a question into what happened before God and so on. But we need to understand that the basic of our understanding to try to really grasp the nature of God and our nature is to let go of this three-dimensional construct of time. We only perceive time as linear, as a moving forward. Everything in reality Everything happens at the same time. It's just a state of being. It's a state of existence. It's all taking place at the same time. We can only perceive one fragment of it, which is our reality. This is how we define our reality. So there was no time where God did not exist, and there will be no time where God will stop existing. Now, going back to God saying, I am, He was the only thing in existence. And if there is only you in existence, then there is nothing and no one else that's gonna witness your existence. And so this God, this creator, split itself in two, becoming both creator and creation, in which it can, as a creation, experience itself, what it is, what it can be. Now you think of it as a bed sheet. This sheet spread open has wrinkles in it. And if the sheet is the divine consciousness, each wrinkle on this sheet makes up an element of our reality. One wrinkle can be a tree. Another can be a human. It can be a planet. And each individual wrinkle make up something unique. Each experiencing being a wrinkle in its own way. And yet at the same time, it's all part of the collective divine existence that we call consciousness. This is why no two beings are the same and no two beings have the same experience. For example, humanity alone, since the dawn of time, it is rumored that we have had around 110 billion lives. Imagine that with me, 110 billion lives, each unique, each different, each having its own experience and own perspective of reality. Add to that all the animals, all the plants, everything on a microscopic level and on a macroscopic level from the smaller atom on earth to the biggest celestial body in the entire universe each is experiencing creation in its own unique way and each will go back to the creator in order to bring his part and his experience to the overall collective of the story in a simple Elegant and eloquent sentence. We are the divine consciousness that is experiencing itself. And by that, it doesn't mean that we are God. What it means is that we have the God particle within us that is collectively experiencing His creation. And with that, I'm going to end the episode. As always, thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, you can share it with your friends. You can also please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps a lot. Also, if you want to support the show, I have merchandise for sale, which I will leave the link below. You can also find me on my Instagram page, paradigm.shift.experience. And until next time, thank you.